When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here on the very first ever Spotlight Foundation for Dyspraxia DCD Radiothon, something near and dear to me and my beautiful wife, Danielle, and our son, Gabriel. And here we are having our first interview on this very important topic. And joining me right now is Priscilla Tamplain, very, very impressive lady, great credentials, associate professor, Ph.D., University of Texas at Arlington, Texas, UTA Department of Kinesiology. Priscilla, Ms. Tamplain, Sid Rosenberg here in New York. How are you? Hi, good. Thank you for having me, Sid. I would love to talk to you about DCD and dyspraxia. Yeah, no, we're really happy you're here today because we've been fighting this battle for years now, Danielle and myself, where, you know, you go to the UK and dyspraxia there is treated like autism here. Same thing in Ireland and other places around the world. But a lot of people in this country, when I say my son Gabriel has dyspraxia, they have no idea what I'm talking about. So let's start right there. Why do you think, Priscilla, that there is so little knowledge out there about this particular disability? Right. So that's a great question. Um, I agree with you that there is not a lot of awareness about dyslexia in the USA. I do feel like Americans need to, they need to understand a disorder like DCD or dyspraxia. It needs to come from within, right? So a foundation like the Spotlight Foundation will really bring the awareness that we need. So there's already a lot going on in the UK, in Australia, um, and other European countries. But I think when it comes from the U.S. and and people are saying, look, this is a real condition, this is how it affects children and adults, then I think things will change. I agree with you. See, when you see my son Gabriel, for example, he's a brilliant boy, great sense of humor, pretty good athlete, by the way, which is doctor. When he diagnosed him with this practice, said he would never be. He was wrong. But when you see Gabriel, you'd never know he has an issue. Every now and then he'll do something physically where you go, whoa, 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 hold on a second. But for the most part, you would never ever know, but it is there. So explain to folks, most kids and their adults who have dyspraxia, DCD, what will they notice about these particular people? Right. That that is a great point is that uh, DCD, and I apologize, I'm using the names interchangeably, right? Because they mean the same thing. So we're going back and forth, but it means the same thing. I, um, it is a hidden condition, right? So um, we, and, and we're talking about very bright kids, just like your son. So um, the motor system just underlies everything we do. So we are walking, we are using so many senses to control our posture. We are writing, so we are controlling the way we're sitting. We're holding the, you know, our notebook, our pen. And, and so there's so much going on. And, and individuals with the condition have a hard time organizing everything and creating a motor output that is very accurate and precise. Um, now, on the other hand, 
everything else is, and my experience has been that it's really, really great. So I have seen hundreds and hundreds of children with ACD, and they are very bright. They understand everything. Uh, they're sweet. And it's very hard sometimes for people to understand that a condition does not need to impact the mm. cognitive system or other systems. It's very difficult to see the motor system. Priscilla Tamplain, Associate Professor, Ph.D., University of Texas at Arlington, Texas, Department of Kinesiology. Yeah, my son, for example, and, and me too, I, I am uh, 99% sure, Priscilla, that I actually have dyspraxia, but I was born in 1967. They had no idea, but I had the same difficulties doing standard stuff, tying laces, you know, button buttons that my son has today. But there's also an emotional side to this disability, and I've seen it uh, rarely, but every now and then with my son. But I would guess kids or even adults who have a more serious case of this, it's more noticeable. What are some of the emotional symptoms of DCD? Oh, what a great question. Yeah, this is we see because there is such a big understanding of the difficulties. We're talking about kids here that understand that they are not being able to perform at the level desired, right? So they struggle moving around uh, with fine and gross motor skills. So we mentioned fine, fine motor skills. And, um, and I think that knowledge of, um, I, I know what I need to do, but I am having trouble doing it. I can button my shirt and tie my shoes and, and do other things, um, tends to cause some difficulties, right? So we see things like anxiety levels, um, in, you know, uh, even, even depression these days and, um, it, and, and a difficulty participating, you know, in groups where, where it might be very visible that, that there is difficulty with motor skills. Um, so definitely, and the older the child gets, um, the more visible it is, right? So that I, I, I want to withdraw from activities, um, you know, a, a very high level of frustration, and I don't understand why I can't do it. Um, so that's what we see in childhood. This is the first ever, the first annual Spotlight Foundation for Dyspraxia DCD Radiothon. Uh, started, of course, uh, by Sydney, me, and my wife, Danielle Rosenberg, inspired by our beautiful son, Gabriel. And joining me once again right now is Priscilla Tamplain. Hey, Priscilla, what do you think the number is? That was a very tough question. But what do you think the number is of folks that actually have DCD, dyspraxia, here in the United States? Right. Um, first of all, let me say that I'm so excited to hear about the Spotlight Foundation, and I'm looking forward to see all the work that you all will be doing with this. And thank, thank you, you for using your platform for that. Um, we actually have some pretty good statistics. Um, so it's estimated that 5 to 6% of school-age children at least have this CD. So we can calculate that to be about 1% one in every 20 uh, group of children. So um, translated that, that's a pretty high number. So it's very underdiagnosed and not known, like you mentioned, but the prevalence is very high if we compare that to autism, which is a very no, right, neurodevelopmental disorder. It is three times as much. So 
once once we get the awareness going, um, uh, we'll see a lot of a, a lot of BCD uh, coming up. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, folks are diagnosed with autism or may just who may have dyspraxia instead. They just don't really know. Again, the knowledge is not there. That's why our foundation is so important. That's why the work that you do, Miss Tamplain, every day is so important. And uh, I'll end it with that. Are you right now uh, confident and uh, and actually heartened by that, A, that more folks will become aware, and B, that not just our foundation, but other folks are bringing DCD dyspraxia to the forefront? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So I do research with uh, mostly children with ACD and it is my passion. Uh, It is such, like we were saying, it's such a great group of kids. And I think this, you know, when we bring together um, the research and, and new intervention methods and diagnosis and the awareness that you all will be bringing to the table, um, I think what we'll do is we'll bring light to a lot of individuals that are having these difficulties, but they don't know what's going on and they're blaming themselves. Um, so when this happens, all the emotional and social issues that we're talking about will hopefully um, go down. And that is that's what I would like to see. And I know I'll see with the work. Priscilla Tamplain, once again, Associate Professor, UTA, Texas Arlington, works very closely with DCD Dyspraxia. I have to tell you, thank you so much for hopping on this morning. This is a very big deal for our family, for millions of others who may, in fact, have been diagnosed with this or don't even know they have it. So thank you for your great work uh, every day and your work this morning. God bless. We'll talk again very soon. Once again, thank you so much. Thank you for bringing this to all the people that need to hear about CD and dyspraxia. You got it. We will uh, take a short break. We'll be back right here on the number one Nielsen-rated news talk show in New York City, the Bernie and Sid in the Morning Show, only right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.